Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another episode of the Edge Podcast. We never actually finished talking about your little your little mic stand you were looking at. So you want to get an actual hard mounted mic stand? Yeah, I just feel like like this one's great. Just like holding it is fine, but <laughs> um, it would be much nicer to just be able to like have it you know steady, like sound quality, all that good stuff is just very consistent. Um, exactly. plus when like you move around and stuff with this mic, uh, like when you like move it, like it kind of makes sounds and stuff or like it, it's just, it'd be much better if it was just steady and I could just talk into it without having to worry about like moving around or something or like, you know, yeah. if I, like, you know, grab my phone or like, you know, have a drink of water or whatever. Um, you can hear that all because you can, like, you could hear me moving the mic and stuff. So having like a steady stand would be very ideal obviously and been doing this long enough that i should <laughs> have uh have the priority of investing in like a 25 dollar stand or whatever the hell it's going to be yeah exactly that's how i keep thinking about my mic because i got mine so long ago before i was i was even a part of this and it's a good mic to have but because it's designed to be a few feet away from your face it's not an actual not really meant to be a proper podcast mic yeah it just it picks up a lot of background noise, which is fine because I can edit it out, but it makes it a giant pain in the ass for editing. So that's one yeah. thing I've been looking into is just getting a, keeping this mic for say zooms and everything, but getting a secondary mic to just for this and either having one that I could just set on the desk in front of me or that I could just have it hard mounted. Because I know that even like, like John, Jacob, Jordan, Sarah, uh, Austin, Amor, they all have the same mic Yeah, and it's just it's just on a stand in front of them and it makes life super simple from what it looks like at least they Definitely. even have there's even audio adjustment dials on them mine doesn't have that mine uh, i have like a sound card for it and there's like eight different audio adjustments that's why like i feel my audio can be extremely clear or like much louder than yours because i can like literally adjust every single aspect of it that i want to which is super cool but yeah having that stand would be very nice <laughs> Yeah, I'll just have to yeah. figure out how to use all those settings when I start to look into a different mic. Yeah, definitely. It, it's cool though. Like, if you can like control the audio a little bit better, it, like becomes a lot more clear for people, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely does. But something I was gonna ask you, you should pu- pull your phone up for a second. Yes, sir. O- open your settings. Right here. Yep. Set- settings open. Okay. Yep, Go down open. to screen time. What's your okay. what's your Instagram screen time? The reason why I want to know is because of how many things you send me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like actually like just sit on Instagram for like hours on end and just like be like, oh, you know what? Connor would love this. I should send this to Connor. Uh, <laughs> there's different things I send to different people, but uh, screen time for Instagram today was an hour and twenty minutes. But in my defense, like I. You know, I was supposed to have three interviews today. None of them showed up. Um, then I like tried to call all of my past clients uh, that were or past leads, I guess, which is you know like there's like 36 of them, and one answered, so that was helpful. <laughs> um, so lots of voicemails, and then I tried to call all the people who I have applications for. None of them answered. So I was kind of left today. Like I had a full schedule, you know, for the day. Um, yeah. 
and then it was kind of like just absolutely defeated. So I spent a little bit more time today um, than typical. But yeah, like, yeah, um, an hour, 20 minutes. It's um, actually not bad. No. It's, it's, not, well, it's, it's not great, but that's not as bad as I was expecting. You no, it's, it's not horrible. Uh, for the week, um, like from, from Wednesday to Wednesday, I guess, um, which is when we're recording today, it's been in five hours and 44 minutes. So like, you know, like, 45 minutes a day or so which isn't horrible um funny enough over the last week snapchat has been my most used app but like snap is mine as well right now but like snapchat like i i don't text a lot of people i more snapchat them just because i feel like it's a little bit nicer you know like just to like see people's faces and stuff i find like it, it i don't know i like it more so like i i definitely snapchat a decent amount um but yeah, no, Instagram isn't too bad. Like typically I'll just jump on there for a couple of minutes and like send you some things, and, like send other people things so that I see or like post them to my story or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, like other socials, you know, like, like things like Facebook, like I do spend like a decent amount of time on it, but it's, it's actually like fairly productive work on Facebook. Like I'll go on like people's posts, you know, uh, do all my hiring ads and reposts for all of that stuff. So typically when I'm on there, like it's not scrolling by any means, it's mostly just like actual work-based stuff Mm -hmm. yeah how about you yeah definitely if i look at mine like i said snap is my number one second is messages third's youtube fourth is spotify fifth is maps that's funny that maps is your fifth used app (laughs) with how much i drive it 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 makes sense i'm surprised it says 50 or 47 minutes last week so it must not account for the time that I'm actually navigating places. Because if, yeah, no. if it accounted for that, it would be dozens of hours. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's funny because, yeah, I probably, like, if we were to count for the full time on maps, mine would also be very high per week. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Yeah, I'm, even, I'm honestly kind of surprised that it's at 40 minutes. I'm surprised it's so low because, like I said, I would have almost expected it to count the drive time. But I'm also surprised it's so high because it kind of shows that it takes me 17 years to find the type of addressing. <laughs> you know who you remind me of with your maps? Uh, the person who? you're talking about with contracts. <laughs> that That is oh. you on a phone trying yeah. to get somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just typing it in. Uh, one, zero, space, E-R-I-N, space. Let's not give my address away. Thanks. That's it. That's all I'm going to go for. Uh, just kidding. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I found honestly, like I, I found recently, uh, time on my phone has definitely been more efficiently used. You know, I've been trying to do other things. If you asked me about my screen time, say four months ago when I wasn't really doing a lot, uh, it'd probably be a very different answer, but definitely like recently, um, I've been trying to use my time a little bit more effectively, if that makes sense. Yeah. How so? Uh, well, I'd say like, just like trying to fill it up with more, um, beneficial things, you know, like, I, I guess like I've been trying to like implement a little bit more like personal and health based things. So like, you know, instead of getting up and going on my phone in the morning, like, like I don't really have like a morning routine per se, but I'll, you know, I'll get up kind of hang out for 10, 15 minutes in bed, just kind of think about what the day looks like, not even really touch my phone. Um, I'll kind of just lay there and just think about what I have to do for the day and, and kind of map it out and plan it out in my head. And then, you know, get up, get ready, 
I, I always like sit and have coffee for half an hour. It's like part of my morning. Um, I've also been like reading recently, which is really nice. Um, you probably know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, which is different because like, you know, prior to this year, one of my goals in our, you know, our DM goals was that I wanted to read five books this year, which is really big for me because up until this year, I've only ever read one book cover to cover. And that was like, because I absolutely had to for school. I just, I, I really dislike reading. Um, I, it bores me. I don't really like get into it, but I think that's typically just because like I haven't actually been reading content that interests me, you know, the way that I'd like to be. So a lot of the books, Have you ever tried audiobooks? Yeah, yeah, like audiobooks, podcasts, stuff like that, like I definitely listen to and I get a lot of value out of them. And that, that's why I wanted to kind of start reading, not only to like get in a better habit, but to like expand my knowledge and kind of like understand things a bit better. And the books I'm reading are by no means like, you know, fictional um, or nonfiction books. It's more like lifestyle and business books, because at this at this point, like that's stuff that interests me and stuff that's mm-hmm. actually going to like, you know, progress me. So that's something that I'm trying to focus on. So usually like I'm trying to read like, uh, like three, four times a week for half an hour to an hour or so in the mornings. Um, so, you know, instead of spending time on my phone, like I typically would, um, I'm more so trying to like, just focus more on that kind of stuff and, you know, going to the gym and like, you know, like I, I've been going on walks cause the weather hasn't been horrible here just around my community, um, here and there. And like, just that kind of stuff, like, you know, helps with like mental clarity, which has been really nice, um, recently and just like gets me doing things that, aren't you know sitting on my phone in a chair for an hour <laughs> yeah yeah that's so if, if you're gonna if you've been going on walks lately you should join a, a running contest there's a few, number of the dms that are in a little running contest right now um yeah because walking on, and running are the same the thing for sure yeah they're they're close enough <laughs> you, you drug my ass up a hill one time in Calgary. <laughs> you can deal with it um the i took contest, you it's it's not bad I took you on, it's, like, the hardest route possible, too. <laughs> I know you like... did. This is what my... That was, like, my second real run ever. I want... I hated you. I hated you for about four days after that. <laughs> You're like, let's go on a 5K. Let's let's get ready for this this marathon. And I was like, all right, let's do 5K. And I, like, I, like, I was like, okay, where can we do 5K with lots of hills? <laughs> let's go there. Because at that yeah. time, I was still very, like, very physically fit. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, you can get back to it. Because th- this challenge, you have an unlimited amount of time to do it, but we want to hammer it out as fast as possible. If we all average, I think it was six kilometers a day, we can get it done in 30 days. Because it's a team of four people, and you only have to run 724 kilometers, which between four people, like 181K each, or whatever, however the math works out on it, um, it's not bad. It's really not actually that far. No. Well, when you break it down too, that's cool. Yeah. So like, like just overall though, like I've been really trying to just like use my time more effectively. Cause you know, like in like beforehand I was in full-time school, right? Five courses doing student works. I was also like playing soccer a couple days a week. Um, so that kept me very busy. And then, you know, I didn't really have a lot of spare time to do really anything else. So like that other spare time was only like a couple hours a week that I'd, you know, spent on my phone or whatever, which was very minimal. And, uh, you know, as soon as I finished school, I found myself with a lot more time that I didn't really know how to use effectively because it wasn't really anything for me to do. I didn't have like any like real good habits. I had quit soccer. Um, so I wasn't doing that, um, you know, every week. And I, I found myself, like I said, like if you would have asked me a while ago, um, 
it would have probably been a very different answer for how much screen time I, I had on my phone. Mm-hmm. What are some other things that you're using to fill up your time now? Uh, well, on top of like reading and just like trying to like be a little bit more relaxed in the morning, um, I find myself, you know, listening to podcasts here and there. Um, you know, hitting the gym has been a really good one. It's it's not obviously a huge time commitment per week, but you know, the time to like drive to the gym, you know, spend an hour, hour and a half at the gym, drive home. Um, that takes up a couple hours a week. Uh, like I said, walking here and there is super nice. Just throw on a podcast, go for like a half an hour walk or whatever. Um, been playing around with like music on my computer recently, which is super cool. Um, it's like a fun hobby of mine and it's very time consuming because every single detail takes time <laughs> and then like you make it and you love it mm-hmm. and then like you go back and listen to it the next day and you're like that's fucking trash and you throw it out <laughs> so um yeah just just like trying to like do things that are a little bit better like uh overall for stuff like that and then like you yeah. know seeing friends like beforehand like especially when i saw, like was with celeste like i didn't find myself like wanting to actually go out and like see people that much like i was just like like content to like being very much like a homebody but now like you know having that extra time and like being alone like you want to go see people you want to hang out like kind of like rekindle some of those friendships that like you weren't putting a lot of effort into or prioritizing properly um so i've been like seeing people more recently which has been super nice um but yeah just like a little bit more like personal things i could definitely probably be putting more time into work and uh, i'd probably be yielding a little bit better results probably less stress for myself but I feel like overall, uh, the effort level that I've been putting in has been fairly consistent and good. It's just like things falling into place. So it's more like I've been spending my time on things for me, I guess, recently. Yeah, which is super important to be able to have the balance. Obviously, you don't want too much of one or the other. If you fall into a habit where all you do is work, 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 you're going to get burnt out. But at the same time, if you fall into the habit where it's all personal you're never going to get anywhere in work. <laughs> and especially when with what we do is so you put in the effort, you see the results. It's, it's a slippery slope when you start to take too much time away from things. Um, especially when there's so much of, of what you do in both the positions is like, you can just pick up whatever and start working whenever you want to. Yeah. But at the same time, you can also, not and that's where i see certain people on some of my franchisees or certain other people's or even myself when i was franchising um and something i really battled with my last year when i wasn't when i was done school because when you're in school you have a routine you have to be in classes for your 15 hours a week they're studying for some people 10 15 hours a week some people they're at school studying for 30 40 50 hours a week so you get used to spending this time in certain places and by doing that you have to be dialed in you have to be super scheduled so that you know when you are going to do work that that's all the time you have so when school's not around like for right now you're graduated you realize how much time there actually is in a day to do certain other things so do you ever find yourself procrastinating at all and just kind of avoiding doing anything Oh, definitely. Everyone falls into like a procrastination loop at some point. Um, I feel like the days that I'm very scheduled, um, you know, I get my shit done. And the days that I have a little bit more as like open days are the days that I definitely am like significantly underproductive on what I should be doing. 
Uh, it was funny because I was, I was talking to Jordan about that last week and he was telling me like literally the same thing where when he has a like a packed full day, um, very much so he gets it all done because he kind of has to. But the days that are left a little bit more open, he finds himself, you know, not getting quite as much done. And that's very typical. You know, it's uh, it, it's very easy to get things done when you have to because you only have a limited time to do them. But when you have all this free time, it can definitely lead to you not using your time very effectively. Yeah, it's very true. And that's where the procrastination comes in. Is like when I have days, like for example, uh, last week, like I had a, I think last Wednesday. Wednesdays are kind of like my buffer days. Like I'll fill them with interviews or calls if I have them, or you know, do things. Those are my those are my Thursdays. Sure. Yeah. Um, but last week I, I was like, oh, I have a super open day. Like I'm gonna, you know, get some stuff done. And like that comes down to not being very specific, right? Like I didn't know exactly what I wanted to get done. So after Wednesday, I was like, okay, like the next day that I have that's open, I need to actually make a list for myself so that like, even though I don't really have anything concrete or set in stone, I have, you know, a, a list of things that need to get checked off for the day. So that's something that I realized, but yeah, definitely like, uh, you know, regardless of if you're running a, like a small, mid-sized, large business, whatever that means to you, there's definitely like always going to be those times where like complacency and procrastination can creep in. And it's, it's kind of your job to, stop that and if, if you're noticing that you're you're procrastinating something to you know just pick it up and actually get it done yeah well even if you're not even running a business right it yeah can come yeah. in every other aspect my my cousin uh works for alberta blue cross and there are times where i'll just hear youtube videos playing up in the loft because that's where his <laughs> office is set up yeah and i i know for a fact that he has big projects he's in the middle of working on and sometimes the videos play for four five six hours out of the eight hours that he's up there he should and give john a call <laughs> yeah he should figure out how to cut the youtube out but he's someone who my, my cousin is it's super entertaining to see his habits because whenever he's i guess similar to john whenever aaron my cousin gets in gets really into something he focuses on that thing so intently that everything else kind of just gets moved to the side for a certain amount of time um the most recent thing he was looking into he was looking at buying a shotgun he this man i have never in my life seen anybody spend more time watching youtube reviews of shotguns to figure out which one he wanted to buy for what reasons for everything else and even after all of his videos he finally thought of one bought it and he hates it <laughs> so oh, now no. he's going to get a new one and now he's going to restart the cycle and take another two three weeks to try to look at different videos and find a new shotgun but it's like how many how many more products could he actually be could he have completed by now how many different things could he have done? Because even one thing is he's been talking about redoing the floor in his kitchen for, Jesus. I don't know, well <laughs> over a year. And wow. he told me today he's going to redo it in the next three weeks. That's so funny. It, yeah, it's just, uh, that's, that, yeah, that's funny. And it, like, that's funny because like the whole uh, watching all these tutorials and videos and stuff, um, I remember learning about it in school, just how like a lot of like the the consumers now are so overeducated due to all the resources whereas before you'd walk into you know whatever shop to, to purchase a shotgun and you'd talk to the guy and you'd figure it out right there instead of spending you know 25 hours researching 
all this stuff that's very much opinionated based upon the people that you're talking to on yeah. YouTube. Um, yeah. and, and just like and it's so much walking, wasted time. <laughs> so much. And just by walking into the shop and talking to somebody, the guy is who's selling whatever it is, is trained to find what's good for you. That is one of the core essences of what sales is, is what is the right product or service for this person. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. And even the kitchen thing, it's like, you know, he's got work and he's like so dedicated to this kitchen thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I just think there's... I'm, I'm almost ready to place bets on it at this point. I kind of want to tell him that... It, uh, well, I don't want to tell him because it'll make him actually do it, but I kind of want to tell him that if he actually gets the kitchen floor done in the next three weeks, I'm going to get him a bottle of scotch. He's a big scotch guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, with procrastination, um, it's definitely something that's very, like, that's very difficult to get over because it's very easy it to do the comfortable thing of not doing something. You know, like it's... Uh, when you need to do something it's very hard to trick your brain into wanting to do it because like your brain and your gut are always going to tell you different things. Right. And as you start, like, I like to think of it kind of as like an elastic band, like you're pulling yourself and you're like, I know I need to do this, but like, I like I'm, I'm trying to push so hard not to do that thing. And then eventually like it just shoots right back and then you, you kind of have to, but if you can get yourself out of that cycle early and have a lot of control over that, um, typically you're going to get a lot more done. And again, yeah. you're going to use your time significantly better. Yeah, you you absolutely will. And this is something that you actually you talked about at our training. It's just the time management and how to actually use your time better. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was funny. I just uh, I was curious, so I just googled ways to stop procrastinating. And number one, determine why you're procrastinating. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Very helpful. Two, take take breaks. Three, don't multitask. The multitasking thing is huge. Actually, it's, it is. That's a massive, massive thing. Yeah, it's your brain can not multitask. <laughs> and I love it when people are say, "Oh, I, I'm I'm a good multitasker." It's like, no, you're fucking not. You just think you are because your brain can switch back and forth between certain different things. At, with a with a higher level of ease than certain other people, but your brain is still switching back and forth between different things. You never actually get into a flow state, get started with making any real progress in what it is that somebody may be doing. Or not like you're you're also not doing it to the fullest capability that you could be. You know, if you gave uh, two people three different things to do in an hour and a half to do them, and one person tried to multitask it, all the other person just focused on one thing at a time. Uh, not only would that other person doing one thing at a time finish it faster, but they'd also finish it with much higher levels of accuracy than the person that tried to switch back and forth. Oh, definitely. Well, even if you look at it as something that's super relatable for you and I, would you ever write a marketing ad while you were doing first calls? Hmm. No. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Right? No. So so if, if you're not willing to do that, like even at a less extreme level, why would you try to write a painter and a marketer out at the same time? Well, yeah, it, yeah. And it's funny, like, cause when you put it into like terms such as that, it makes complete sense. But then when people are like just naturally doing something, they think that they can do two things at once. And typically, like I said, it's, it's not going to come out nearly um, as good as if you, you tried to focus on one thing at a time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. And <laughs> uh, have you talked to him about that, or have you just kind of let him let him do his thing? Talk to like your cousin. Oh no, I I find it entertaining at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he, he doesn't he doesn't do a whole lot in the evenings. Um, he doesn't have he's he's now forty. He is in a very good life position, and he has a lot of time to really throw around. And he watches a lot of sports and TV and TV shows anyway, or and Netflix anyway. So, and he's he just does his thing. He's super happy doing what he does. So I just love just observing some of these small tendencies of his. It's very interesting. Um, I watched this video today. Um, it was just like a quick clip of Steve Hardy. I, I threw it on my story because I thought it was very interesting, um, kind of relatable to this. So I'm going to talk about it. Um, it, was, it. He was talking about how, I think he, it was like a, a fly, I think, um, how a fly has like a 36-inch vertical. And if you put it in a jar, it's going to continuously jump and hit the lid because it knows that it has this vertical and it's know it's, it's got this potential to get out of that jar, but it hits the roof and it hits the roof and hits the roof. And then eventually, um, you know, it, it realizes this environment and starts only jumping to the distance of the jar. And, you know, like if that fly was to have a bunch of babies in that jar, it's only going to fly or they're only going to be able to jump to the, the height of that, that lid because they're in this environment that they were never taught anything differently. But that that's not the actual full potential of that fly because obviously like in nature they can jump 36 inches, which is actually like <laughs> to think about that, that's fucking crazy. But um, very, very similar to this, like do you think that your cousin maybe came up in an environment that like he wasn't pushed to like really try and exceed his goals and like push for something greater? I, I don't know. Uh, but it's just very interesting because, like, I, I think that, like, this just jumps back to, like, me not using my time effectively beforehand of, like, not really realizing that there was, like, all this potential that I could be, like, improving myself, you know, health-wise, knowledge-wise, all these things. And, like, do you think that, like, in a different environment, he might be using that time more effectively? Quite possibly. But he has, he, I don't know that's where it's also interesting because you need to take into account who the person is when talking about any of these different things because everyone has a different story and everyone has different paths and tendencies into what they do or don't do even for his his degree he has an incredible job now um he has he did very well in his in his undergrad yeah like it might, maybe it's irrelevant i just like it kind of like clicked in my head of like oh that like might be a reason that that's happening i don't know I, just, I I thought it was a interesting mm-hmm. comparison, so that's cool. Like like I know you said he's he's super successful for the point in life that he's at. That's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's he's doing amazing. But he's it, a great guy. I think it's just funny because like, yeah, that's awesome. I think it's just like it's funny because um, I guess in a different relation, like like the people in student works are always trying to push to better themselves. I, I I've really realized that the last couple of years that like a lot of people are just trying to like be the best versions of themselves. But then I see some people who, you know, don't have this amazing environment that they're coming up in that like could be so much more, you know, and uh, whether it's just not the right time or they're not right, the right environment to kind of grow in. It's just something that like, it's been very interesting um, to think about for me Mm -hmm. recently. 
Mm -hmm. And so what do you think it was for you? Like what environment did you grow up in that would have been, or that would have been, I guess, the right environment? Or do you think you grew up in the best environment that set you up in the, to have the chance of success that you've, that you've been able to have? Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think the environment I grew up in was, was very much one where like my, you know, my mom was a single mom, um, didn't really have my dad around. So it, it was mostly her as a role model and she kind of always had to work like her fucking ass off to make everything work. And, um, she was very much like someone who was motivated and regardless of if like shit happened in her life, she always kind of got back on her feet and worked super hard and, uh, you know, built her own life for herself which has been very cool. Um, she's a very positive person, regardless of what's going on. Yeah, she's she's super cool. And I think just growing up in an environment like that kind of like fostered um, probably like a mindset that I didn't really realize that I could have, but was there, right? And then coming into community like we have uh, with StudentWorks, it kind of just amplified that. And it allowed me to like kind of like realize that there's a lot more than just like than what I like maybe thought for myself at the time, especially like as a younger person, right? Um, as a 19 year old coming into this, I never would have thought I could make the money I did, have the lifestyle I did, never obviously imagined uh, buying a house at the, at the point that I have and, you know, being financially set up the way I am now, but also just like in a, like a mindset kind of way, like I never really thought that it, it would be quite aligned the way it is. So I think like the environment I grew up in on top of like where I am sitting now um, has kind of like, you know, merged together to allow that. But, you know, maybe like if, if student works hadn't come around, I, I still think that's something I would have realized, but it probably would have taken an extra 10 to 15 years, which is crazy for me to think about. You know, like the, the average home buyer, I think in Canada is 36, 37. And the average person starts financially saving um, around the same time right but yeah I feel like there's been a slight shift in that whole thinking to an extent for a lot of people that, that we know and that are around our age and everything else because um, even in even like well, I guess not really because if you look back into the uh, 1900s it was a lot more common to buy houses a lot earlier. Um, like even I guess back back yeah. to my cousin, um, he worked his fucking ass off, and he bought this condo and he was twenty four, which is super impressive for um, anybody to buy a house at that age. And to just to start to see more people our age and more people around that we know starting to get into houses and starting to set themselves up to be more financially stable and sound and again with all with compounding interest and with the actual the compounding of efforts and results to be able there to be in the position where they can be where most people are when they retire when we're even in our 40s well yeah just like the basic financial literacy that they're trying to like you know, accumulate so young, which is super cool. Like this year outside of like most, um, I've noticed a lot of people really taking, um, an interest in wanting to understand what their money can do for them mm -hmm. instead of just making money, which is very cool. 
Um, because that's when real growth starts to happen is when you like money actually starts to work for you rather than you just working for money. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's been something that's very interesting. Um, and something that like I've realized with the people around us and just kind of coming up in, in an environment where everyone around you is just pushing to be better. I think like helps you want to be better and it kind of forces you to grow a little bit, not only faster, but, um, larger probably like a larger growth period than you probably would see not so much around the same group of people. Yeah, definitely. I kind of want to bounce back to when we were talking about um, you growing up and I want to throw a question at you. It's going to make you think, and I'm curious what your answer is going to be. Sure. Um, You mentioned what it was that you think put you in the position to be successful. Um, If you had to look back at, at everything that's kind of made you who you are is there anything you would change or is there anything you would take away what do you mean anything i would change or take away was there anything like an event uh, yeah like an event a a lesson an event something that your mom might have done when you were younger anything Probably not. And I mean, I mean, the reason for that is because, you know, like the, the things that happen to you in your life are typically to teach you things. Every like person, mm-hmm. every event that you go through, every tragedy, every poor decision that you make, um, they all kind of build your character and, and help you realize different things. And, and it makes you who you are. Yeah, sure. And it's all those things together that have taught you what you know. Yeah. And like, you know, if like, you know, I, I didn't make certain decisions and stuff like, sure, I might be in a different place, but I also wouldn't have learned the lesson um, now, which I might have to yeah. learn later down the line. So um, there's definitely some things that like um, I'm not proud of and like I regret, obviously, but not only do I think that they're they're important to, to be there, but I wouldn't change them because like I said, like if I did, like, you know, who I am now would be very different. Mm-hmm. And like I like again like decisions that are made are like i don't like to focus on them too much because once something's happened you can't really change it the only thing you can really change is your mindset on that thing and the only thing you can control is what you can control so like you know when when things happen like for example if like something comes up and it's an issue for you um it's important to like remember that like you can only control what you can specifically control about that like it's happened you can't change that all you can change is how you react to it and like how you move forward from it so no i I definitely wouldn't change anything that's happened because i think that it's like led to you know who i am and like the growth that i've kind of seen as an individual i love that answer i really do one of the things that i see so many people fall into is they get caught in the whole trap of the what ifs and it creates this tense internal battle of just overthinking and trying to pre-analyze and predetermine what could be and what couldn't be but it it just it'll work out <laughs> yeah definitely had and people need to understand that yeah definitely internal battles are uh interesting they're they're, they're a very interesting topic because your mind's a very powerful thing it uh can really like affect a lot of things for you 
you know, and having to like work through things mentally uh, is also a very difficult thing because again, it, it really comes down to the way that you view things. And like you kind of said, um, it, it's important to control those things because they can be positive. They can be negative. You can be worried about the future. You can be worried about, you know, the what ifs. But again, like in this specific point in time, you can't control those things. And the only thing you can control is the way that you act on them. Right? Yes. And that's a very powerful thing to like realize is, you know, when things are happening, um, whether they're in your mind or like something in your life, like your reaction is uh, 100% under your control. Um, I remember something Corey told me uh, when when some stuff happened a couple months back. I was feeling really, really shitty about some things and he called me and it actually, like the call actually like changed my perspective quite a bit on what I was going through. And he's like, hey man, like it, it's okay to like... I, I remember, I remember yeah. that's what you were about to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I um, totally understand how you're feeling. And it's completely fair to feel that way. But remember not to like, you know, beat yourself up or, or be too hard on yourself. Feel like shit for a couple of days, but then it's a hundred percent under your control to move past it. You don't have to feel like shit. Everyone else might think that you should, but you don't have to, like you can start working through it and start being positive and move on from it. People might think that, you know, this specific thing, like you should feel really bad about for, you know, blank amount of time, but that's not really like their say and that's that's completely under your control to you know deal with it um work through it you know realize what had happened realize what choices you made um what you did wrong but again it's like it's it's a hundred percent under your control to take that situation and and not beat yourself up about it and move on from it because when you start moving on from it that's when you start healing that's start that's when you start becoming a better person when you start becoming more positive and that's when the growth happens. And that like, yeah, do you feel that, that was like a big thing for me? Cause, uh, at that point in time I was like not feeling great. And, uh, that completely, completely changed the way that I kind of got through that specific situation because I was ready to feel like shit for <laughs> a while, but that like, I don't know, like something about that clicked in my head and, uh, it really helped. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. Um, how how would you answer that question, like with regards to um, you know like internal mindset battles with with yourself? Like, how would you like? Is that something that you deal with? Is that something you've had to work through? How did you work through it? Um, what would you say about that topic? It's 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 something that everyone deals with at some point and it's just the question is to what extent do you deal with it right because at the end of the day if something happens or if you do something or if you don't do something there's zero purpose in sitting there dwelling on it own up to it realize what happened figure out why it happened and just don't let it happen again right sure there's so many things that are so controllable like that and but all it takes a lot of the time is just a lot of of just honestly in the simplest terms just thinking you really need to at times just dive into your own head and see who you are and what you've done and what 
what led up to the decisions that were made that put you into that position, right? Even if it was as simple as not going cold calling, um, for example. Yeah, yeah. Even just as simple as as not going cold calling, right? Like looking into it, it's it's not worth sitting there and dwelling on the fact that somebody didn't go cold calling. Like, does it suck? Yeah, but can they make it up? Absolutely. It's more important to figure out, okay, why did somebody not go cold calling? Did they not work with their schedule? Are they behind in school? Are they stressed? Do they have personal things going on with their life? Figure out the actual reason behind what happened. Own up to it. And then make a game plan moving forward. Whether that game plan involves redoing their schedule, whether it involves taking a break away from cold calling for a couple days to dial in on school, even whether it involves taking time away from the business slightly to deal with a certain personal matter. Figure out what the root cause of everything is and deal with it at its source to prevent it from happening again. Well, and that's the core of, you know, like the control portion of it, right? It's like, you, at that point, you can't control the fact that like the cold calling night has been, um, you know, gone and passed, but you can control um, figuring out why and then figuring out what you're going to do to fix it and and actually like making a proactive plan to make it better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's a good point. And like, like same topic, but like, you know, say like, uh, you have like something going on in your head that's, you don't know how to feel about it. Right. For example, um, have, have you ever had to deal with something like that? Like, uh, for example, what? Sorry, well, like, no, like I didn't really have an example, but like something that like is, is running through your mind. That's like both positive and negative, And you're trying to like work through that. Um, have you gone through something like that? Like, how did you how did you work through something like that? If you have gone through that kind of internal, you know, mindset battle with yourself. Yeah, I absolutely have. I'm just trying to think of a, of a good situation to talk about for this. Because it's the same thing that I mentioned before. It's not have you had to let this happen. It's to what extent and what and and what situation, right? Yeah. Um, for something that would be both both like positive and negative, I don't know. Like you can look at it even just in simplest terms of for I guess back to what we started talking about today. If you just look at it in terms of, of aspects of procrastination or even just I guess back to like my first question today about when you're talking about screen time, right? Is the time that we spend on Snapchat way higher than it should be yeah <laughs> yeah but it is but but for what we both do on snapchat we use it as a form of communication to talk to people to stay connected mm-hmm. right so it's one of those things where there can be a bit of a conflict behind wanting to decrease the time on it but it's at what cost and the cost that in that is losing the the it, not losing, but decreasing how connected you are to the people that you communicate with on that platform. Yeah, like the communication aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's a good example. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think that's that's like the simplest good and bad conflict that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I agree. Screen time is like a total good one um, to kind of relate it to because, um, 
you could look at someone's screen time and be like, holy shit, you're on your phone a lot. But it's like, what am I doing on it? What are you doing? What on am it? I doing on right. it? <laughs> Same thing, root cause. Why are you on this? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, for example, like, you know, say someone's, uh, I, I guess it comes down to, like, a perspective thing. Because let's say, like, someone's on Snapchat for five hours a day. And you're like, holy shit, you need to, like, reduce your screen time. That's horrible. But if this person works on Snapchat for four and a half of those hours and 30 minutes of it is, or, sorry, Instagram, and 30 minutes of it is, like, you know, personal-based, then it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> Oh, totally. Or even, even on being talking on the phone for me. Last May, I was on the phone for, I think it was 14,000 minutes. <laughs> it was like 11 yeah. days out of the month of May. Consistently, I was on the phone. Most people would see that and think, oh my God, you talk on the phone. Like wasting time, yeah. But it's like, that's literally my job is on the phone with people. Helping people and communicating and just being there for different people. So that's, everything is just so contextual. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's... Uh... It's important to kind of relay it back to that. Like everything's in context, but yeah, I was just interested to see like if, if that's something that you deal with frequently because it's definitely like been something that I have, right? So um, it's always interesting to see how other people would answer a question like that. That's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. But I think we should we should cut this off here because my garage band is been acting up this entire episode so full disclosure to anybody listening there might be sections that i'm gonna have to move slightly (laughs) because my system has quote unquote overloaded four times throughout this too much amazing content what's yeah (laughs) hopefully it didn't affect anything too bad um we'll see when i edit it yeah sounds good all right well yeah this is good chat man um i look forward to chatting with you next week and uh, we'll chat later absolutely thank you everyone see you we're going to leave you today the same way that we leave you every episode we hope you have a good morning good afternoon and good evening and we will see you again on the next episode of the edge podcast for more of our content follow us on instagram at the edge pod If you found value in this episode, please remember to rate, subscribe, and share as it allows us to organically grow our following.